Welcome to the Parent Matters Podcast, where we help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of parenting and equip you with tools to confidently parent your children. I'm Susan Stutzman, and today I'm answering your questions on parenting, specifically my perspective on what to do when your child doesn't want your affection. So here's the question. The setup is, um, the parent wrote, recently I was putting my six-year-old to bed and I said, tell me something cool from your day. The response I got startled me. It was, nothing was cool. Nothing is ever cool. So the parent said, tell me more about that. And the response she got was, nothing is cool. I wasn't happy at all today. I'm mad about half the time of my life. Parent said, okay, well, I love you just the way you are, whether you're happy or mad. And the next response was, that is what makes me mad. You're always telling me you love me. And I don't like it when you give me hugs and kisses. It annoys me. And I don't like to be silly or to laugh. The parent's question said, I'm concerned he's potentially depressed due to his comment, I'm mad about half my life. And I don't know how to proceed. My child has lots of friends, seems to enjoy activities he's in, and has definite times where he's laughing and having fun at home. But the parent's concerned she doesn't want to miss any signs. She also had a second question and said, I want to be respectful of my kid's feelings, but do I really listen to what he's telling me and try not to hug or kiss or tell him that I love him? Are kids dramatic like that sometimes? And the parent asked, could this have been had anything to do with it having been a bad day? Her child mentioned a few times during homework that he hated his teacher and that she was mean to him. However, normally she noted that they usually have a great relationship. And the teacher often says that she loves having the child in class. This is hugely vulnerable to ask these questions. And I'm so glad that this parent sent in her questions. These are important things to think about, and I'm really glad that we can address them here. So first of all, based on the parent's report, I'm going to speak specifically to the parent, but all of you who are listening, I hope that you glean from this as well. Mom, based on your report of the situation, I strongly would consider your six-year-old's statements to be within the normal range of developmental responses. However, it is essential to note a few things and to seek out additional help if the feelings are more persistent and cause continued strife in your relationship. So here are the things I would say to consider. Number one, time. So often transitional times, morning, bedtime, and leaving are harder moments in general for people let alone children. So expecting a regulated child in those moments can often disappoint. The second thing is to consider your expectation. So I would encourage you, if you want to get an answer through words, to start by modeling and talking about a few of your own feelings, such as One cool thing about my day was learning a new way to cut up vegetables and to make them look like a rose. Or one hard thing that I used today was a sharp knife and I cut myself. I find that this can help kids to think about different feelings 
when we first, as parents, model our feelings and our relationship with them. The third thing I would encourage you to consider is educating. I would say that working in the talking about all different types of feelings and how most feelings don't stay for a whole day but come and go is really important to educate your kids with. Also, feelings and educating about feelings and how they can be different is important. Oftentimes I'll say, we can have different kinds of cool, different kinds of happiness, and we can also feel multiple feelings at once. I like to help kids understand the the difference between feelings and sensations that often show up with different types of feelings. And um, this is not a a monetary plug, but it is just a plug for some books that I personally really like and have found helpful, including a book called I'm Happy Sad Today. talks about mixed together feelings and also a book called Listening to My Body. And then the fourth thing I would encourage is to monitor. I would monitor for depression, but know that there have been a lot of world transitions, including mask mandate changes, school procedures, a war, spring break, summer break coming, and much more to go along with any possible home transitions and weather transitions of the spring and summer. So feelings can often get mixed up and feel all over the place. And a child most often likes what their body feels like I like to be seen. I like to be special. I like to feel special. I like to feel noticed. I like to feel remembered more than a specific thing. And so monitoring what they say and and looking for patterns is important, um, especially if these types of words or conversations happen a lot in transitional times and there's an expectation for a certain answer um, I would encourage that. And to answer some of the specific questions. So the question, do I really listen to what he's telling me and try not to hug or kiss or tell him that I love him? And I personally would encourage you as a parent to respect your child's feelings to a degree, but also know that children's minds change very fast. So I would only do it at that moment, not for the rest of the day, and definitely not for each day going forward, since all of our feelings and all of our days are different. So as you said, it was a conversation you were having at night. If he doesn't want you to hug him that night, then I would say I would respect that. But the next morning, remember, it's different. You also ask, are kids dramatic like that sometimes? Well, based on my work with children, my understanding of children and their development, I would say, yes, kids are dramatic like that sometimes. They often feel sad or hurt, and they take it out on their safe adult. Sometimes we... um, we can see kids often at school be the perfect child or really behave and then they come home and they just can't focus or they are screaming at us for a long time or they don't want to do anything and we're like, is this the same child? If we think about it as we are the safe adult, 
it doesn't mean that their words don't hurt us or we don't want to take them seriously, but we want to make sure that we're thinking about are they what they really mean or what they really want. And if they know that if they say certain words, you will try and give them more attention or that you'll you'll keep following them or or asking them about different things. To them, to a child, any attention positive or negative, is attention. And so sometimes it's important just to know that. I do think, though, your child had had a bad day because of what you mentioned that he mentioned a few times during homework, how he hated his teacher and that she was mean to him. You also said that normally they have a great relationship and she's usually telling you how much she loves having your child in class and that he's a great kid and that he has a lot of friends and enjoys activities and on and on and on. This makes a lot of sense from what you're saying. From what you're reporting, it seems as if he didn't have the ability to tell you with words that he felt confused by his teacher's interaction with him and that he didn't know what he did. Did he do something wrong? If that is what you felt like, that you did something wrong or that that you were confused, that's most likely the way that he was trying to tell you through his actions, how he felt that day. He was confused. He was mad. And so he set you up, in a sense, um, to be able to feel what he felt. And I would encourage you in those moments to take a step back and to say something like the following. I bet what happened to you today at school felt so big It's hard to think of something cool. Let's let our bodies rest, and we can revisit this in the morning. You are very special to me, and I'm glad you told me how you feel. I'd also encourage you, Mom, to think about the possibility of doing some feelings anticipation with your child. Feelings anticipation is something like stating, I feel like it might be a happy day because the sun is shining. Or I feel like I might be tired today because it's raining outside. And then to take it a step further, think about what those feelings might need. Maybe happiness might need a dance party after school or a trip to the park or a good book. Maybe tired might need a snuggle, a nap or some cold water. And finally, with those feelings checks, uh, at the end of the day, check in on whether the day turned out as it was expected or you expected it or differently. And don't forget that developmentally, sometimes words are hard to bring forward for children. So I encourage you to think about different ways to have your child, quote, talk to you. I sometimes have kids draw out answers or create with Legos or toys a prompt that I'm asking them, show me about your day with these 15 Legos or with these toys, instead of asking them to produce words or talk about it so that I can help them to create space between the feeling that's either hard or good or anything in between and themselves as well. Back to your question, mom, whatever you do, don't stop communicating with him. You are showing up, and that is the very best gift you can give to your child. 
no matter what they're feeling. Thank you so much for your questions. And to all of our listeners, if you found this conversation useful or if you have questions, please reach out and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and join me next time for the Parent Matters Podcast. Don't parent alone. The topics discussed in this podcast should be considered a matter of personal opinion. They do not reflect professional advice. If you or your child is in need of mental health counseling support, please search out a licensed counselor near you.